So you may probably have heard of Picasso, not the artist. This is a fantastic, fairly new concept from the United States. And here I am with president of Picasso Global, Razor Suleiman, who's going to be telling us all about it. Picasso. 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 Yeah. Real estate startup Picasso is officially the world's fastest unicorn. This is going to transform how people buy second homes. And what we're seeing is most of that demand is in second home markets. Awesome, Sean. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Razor. Thanks so much. I know you're a busy guy because you're you're um, putting all the uh, the effort in at the moment into establishing your your European base. And I'm delighted to say that you've chosen Marbella as your your first port of call here in uh, in Europe. So welcome. I think the first question that most people are going to have is is what are you bringing to the market? What are you all about in a in a, in a nutshell? Yeah. So the concept of co-ownership isn't new. You know, grandparents have been passing on their family's second home to their children, or maybe Sean, you and I and a couple of friends buy a second home, a holiday home together. That's co-ownership. What Picasso's trying to do is we're trying to streamline the process and remove the hassles of co-owning a second home. Who, who's your target market? Who should be buying a Picasso? Is it groups of friends or is it strangers? What works best? Because you hear sort of horror stories about friends buying, don't you? And then one, they all fall out because they, they want to use it at the same time. Or, uh, you know, what, what sort of people are you trying to appeal to? Yeah, so as, as desirable as it is, and it might seem like a good idea at the time, as you mentioned, you know, friends kind of don't take the, uh, the thoughtfulness that we've done around, hey, who's paying the bills and who's mowing the lawn and who's arranging the financing and what if one of you want to get out? And so we've really listened to people who have co-owned second homes and created uh, the company to help provide a service around the end to end from buying a beautiful Picasso worthy home, as well as managing the property, putting all the owners together, the financing, and then making it just as easy for people to sell their shares as it is to buy their shares. Now, your question to me was, who does that? Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, our buyers have been what I would call upwardly mobile millennials, right? Maybe there's a, a husband and wife, they work in professional services, um, you know, they've aspired, maybe they live in the city and they've aspired to own a second home in the Costa del Sol, right, or somewhere around Southern Europe, they come to Picasso. We've also seen that often uh, boomer grandparents also want to use a Picasso home to continue to, to bring their family together, create new members, really enrich lives. And that's who we're about. People who buy Picasso believe in our mission, which is to enrich lives through second home ownership by making it possible and enjoyable for more people. And is that because the, the concept is that you have a, I don't know, a beautiful, lavish, palatial villa, maybe worth, I don't know, say 3 million euros. But actually what you're doing is because you're dividing up the ownership into eights or quarters, it becomes a more affordable proposition for more people. Absolutely. You know, when we look at the number three reasons of why people don't move forward with a second home, number one is cost, mm. right? Most people, you know, right now, second home ownership is the privilege of the, you know, the wealthy 1%. The second one is even if they can afford it, 
they can't really justify it. How do I justify that this holiday home is gonna be sitting empty 70, 80, 90% of the time? And then third is the hassle. Owning a second home or maybe even renting it out on Airbnb if that's what you choose, that becomes a second job because of all of the upkeep and maintenance. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to say, hey, listen, let's say to use your example of 3 million euros, right? You know, let's say somebody had a budget of 750,000. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at Marbella, which is where we first launched here in Europe, 750 gets you a modest two bedroom, you know, dated, maybe 15, 20 year old apartment in an okay neighborhood. But what if I could show you our first home, like a $3 million euro gorgeous villa, you know, Villa Vida, right? With sea views, you know, next to the golf course, 10 minutes away from the beach. And you could own a quarter of that, which is 90 days, right? For the same 750,000 euros. And you wouldn't have to worry about the upkeep. That's really the value prop and why I think Picasso has resonated with so many people. And I, I actually am a fan of the concept. We, we discussed this last week when we, when we met. And, you know, I said to you, sort of flipping it on its head a little bit, because I live in Marbella, my, my dream would be to, to own a, a home in, in London. But I don't need it all year. I just want it for, I don't know, maybe 40, 50 days. Uh, that would do me. That's fine. Maybe, you know, a couple of weeks in the summer, a couple of weeks in the winter, just to, you know, a change of scenery. But my goodness, if my budget was, say, £500,000, that doesn't buy me a lot in London. It might buy me a studio in a decent location, but maybe not even that. But with your model, I could get my 40, 45 days. I would still own part own the property, but I'm in a much, much nicer property. You know, I'm in a maybe a two, three million pound apartment or penthouse in, in the center of London. You know what? You actually nailed it. I was in London last week. We were looking at homes at around the three to four million pounds. And again, for 500,000 pounds a share, you're living in Mayfair Mm. on Queen West in a brand new construction, right? Beautiful building, right? And so it's, you know, for those, you've worked hard, right? You have, if you're spending five, six weeks, you know, you really want to enjoy that moment and not be in a a 15 square meter hotel room, you know, with as an expense, Right. This is your own home. Right. As London continues to appreciate over time, you have real property ownership in London, in Mayfair. You can tell all your friends, Sean. In fact, if you do this, I'll show you the place that I'm looking at. I'd love to come on with you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Watch this space, guys. Um, I guess the, the concept of the, of the second home, I mean, that's what you're all about, isn't it? You're introducing more people to more opportunities at a at a at a higher level and a higher quality level. I think what we found in 20 years in doing real estate here in Marbella is that most of our clients fit your profile of, of, of buyer in that, yeah, for sure, they want to enjoy their holidays with their families and their loved ones, but the house or the property or the apartment is going to be sitting there empty for the majority of the year. And like you say, a lot of our clients, they don't need to rent it out. It's just a, a way of maybe covering some of the costs. But if you didn't have that hassle, if you just gave someone an amazing property and said it's yours for 45 days that probably i'm guessing but I, I, from the research we've done i think i'm right that would cover most people's needs yeah listen you know airbnb has built a tremendous business what airbnb is for renters we are for owners yeah but let's be honest sean nobody wakes up in the morning saying hey i want to be a airbnb host mm-hmm. i want to open my beautiful you know three four million euro penthouse or villa to 20 year olds to party like rock stars. 
You probably overextended yourself on your second home, bought more than you needed, and now need to financially figure out a way, right, to pay the bills. But what if you didn't have to do that? What if you could buy the size that you did need, whether it was an eighth in 44 days, a quarter, uh, and do three months? Or better yet, what if you could buy a share in a home in London and an eighth in Ibiza, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, you have a little bit of diversification, have two wonderful places to visit. It's, it's very interesting, that, that concept of kind of rolling it out and having, having more than one overseas home, because I think people are fixated on that, aren't they? And very often... They, they grow out of it. And, you know, we've had clients who've, you know, had a holiday home in Marbella for 10 years and they kind of want to go to other places. So this, this also covers that as well, doesn't it? Because, you know, why fully commit to one place? Why not just have an eighth here and then an eighth somewhere else? And like you say, place in London, place in the States. Wow. I mean, it, it makes sense. I've, I've had, a, I was chatting with a, a family uh, out of London and, you know, they, they have a second home in the, in Cotswolds and they love it, but it's that same thing. They're like, do we want to go there every time? And so it's a beautiful home right on the lake. We love the property and we're going to be in that market. What we're going to do is what we call a sell down. So they maintain 25% ownership of their beautiful lakeside, like gorgeous Picasso worthy home. And, you know, they bought it a number of years ago, and it's appreciated as many of these homes have during the pandemic. Now we're doing an equity release of the other 75% of the capital, but they're like, we don't want a back raiser. We want to buy a share in all of the places. Imagine adding a pied de in Paris and a place in Madrid and Barcelona, you know, some of the places that I mentioned, or a, a ski chalet, an eighth of a ski chalet, you know, in the Swiss Alps. Right? That's amazing. Yeah, so, so, you took yeah. your second home budget and reallocated it to several markets and get some, you know, variety. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's a really great model, actually. Can I ask you, why, why Marbella? You know, I love Marbella and I am so grateful to be here. Uh, myself, my wife, my two kids, my dog, you know, the five of us packed 10 suitcases. We bought a one-way ticket. I'm originally from Toronto, Canada. So Marbella is home. My kids go to Swan School. We live in the Casablanca Beach neighborhood. I absolutely think for the reasons that you and many of your audience, like the, the, it is the best weather in Europe, right? The weather is warm. The people are warmer. You know, the infrastructure. I mean, there's high speed here everywhere. If there was a place you wanted to work from home, Marbella is it. Your boss won't even miss you, right? Um, the infrastructure from the, from the you know, the, the train and the airport. You know, Malaga International Airport is world class, right? It's safe and it's clean, right? It really has everything. And so we're really excited that Marbella is our first uh, global outside of the US and, and where we launched in Europe first.